1: Alan, how are you? Great. Yeah. Yeah, great week. A little tired today, but I'm gonna get some more energy while we're here. Well, I I think there's probably somebody here who can give you a little more energy. Yes, he's feeding me energy already. I can feel it from his presence.
0: So I want to introduce live in the studio. Well, we don't. We're not live. We're recorded, but it's the idea
1: of (laughs) live in the recorded section of our studio in
0: the studio versus you know doing it by phone. We we a lot we get a lot of requests actually for like phone and Skype. Yeah, which. Is cool and that's okay, but there's something about having people and guests and experts in the in our studio yeah. that is really really enjoyable for to, sure because you get to personally interact and do that. So yeah. about being in somebody's presence. That's yes. Hey, hey, hey. There we go. Look at you can hear the voice. Segue. We'll have to introduce him now. <laughs> uh, our guest today is Johnny Blackburn, and uh, I'm going to read a little bit of an intro, um, and then I can add my own two cents to it. So Johnny is a professional development coach and group facilitator. Uh, His original background is in management consulting, and then he went back to his master's in psychology, and he's been coaching uh, individuals for the last nine years. He's a certified professional coach with the International Coaching Federation. He also works in the trenches facilitating dudes in men's groups for the past five years.
1: Yeah. So it's the first dude to the
0: show. I Well, think. here's the thing. So, well, and also <laughs> his website is uh, Johnny blackburn.net. Um, and we'll also post that on the page so you guys can follow there if you can't spell it. But I'm sure everybody can spell that. spelled
1: so um, like it sounds, right? Yeah. So P-L-A-C-K-B-U-R-N. one of the things that
0: really attracted uh, me to Johnny and his work is that idea that uh, you're working specifically with men and men's groups yeah. and um, all kinds of personal development around that for the professional coaching and the groups themselves about how to be a better man essentially and so i i had met johnny and i said hey I, i've got to get you in i think this is a great topic for dads especially because there's a lot of um dads maybe going through the motions if you will right and so one of the topics and one of the core copi- topics that johnny deals with is presence and being present yeah so i thought that that would be a great you know topic for today and so johnny just want to first say hello you can hello, welcome everybody yeah.
1: <laughs> hello um, thanks for coming
0: Yeah. So I want to get, you know, pretty much dive into it. How did you get started in the work that you're doing? And then more specifically, sort of focusing on men and and doing that work. The original start was being
2: florid and having a back Mm -hmm. injury, and then kind of that not getting better. And I opted for this surgery, and the surgery failed in my young 20s miserably. And so um, I was at the worst point, five months, completely floored in 22 hours a day. I could only stand up for about five minutes. Oh, wow. Wow. And a um, really life-changing kind of experience you can imagine. And you
0: were a consultant at the time, or what were you doing
1: yeah. when that happened? Okay, yeah.
0: so you're sort
2: of in the business world. Professional. They called me. Okay. Uh, they called me Caddyshack.
0: <laughs> I was,
2: it was in the cube section, and uh, <laughs> and then you look down the whole row, yeah, and all, but... there's all these cubes, and then there's a head popping up. <laughs> because after the injury, I like I had to stand for a whole year, and I was doing physical therapy. Oh <laughs> God! Gotcha. You know, like I was really trying, and there's just. Not really the way. Like I didn't want to continue like yeah. that for yeah. sure. And uh, but anyway, so the surgery really failed. But it, you know, now it ended up being a blessing. But so for a couple of years, I was kind of like victim. Like why did you know? Like just waiting for drugs and surgery to fix me. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up meeting a man who kind of inspired me to kind of, you know, take my own situation and health into my own hands. And, um, that was a fortuitous moment where I just really started. Then from that point on, spent a two years o- overall, it was four years. So I spent the next two years, um, you know, just strengthening, stretching, getting into yoga and different stretches, so both physical days. and mental, physical, rehab, mental, yeah. emotional, um, you know, really tried, I, I was kind of like, um, trying everything and anything to see what would work and learn about my body and learn how things work I think in essence there's a part of me that's really practical and curious about life and how things work and kind of likes if you, if you guys are familiar with the term hacking mm-hmm. um, but how would you explain
1: there's a lot of hacks right? like, a, so like yeah. cheats like cheat yeah, or yeah like, like finding
2: shortcuts. the shortcuts Got finding it, okay. the loopholes and then also the best practices so I think in, in the information age we're not short of information but what we really need are the synthesizers that are able to integrate it and put it all together
1: Right. Okay. That's a good way of phrasing it.
0: So, how did you start? Then you went from this. You probably did a little bit of training, and and, and as, or how did you well, then? Yeah. So after, I mean, so after this period of, um,
2: you know, f- like full, you know, it was progressive, but there was a certain point where I was right. completely, you know, back to normal and, and frankly better than, you know, I played sports in high school. Is like, better. Wow, better body than than I did after you know, <laughs> right. Right? all the stuff, all the cool stuff that I learned. And, um, you know, so I wanted to kind of contribute this and share this with other people. So I went back, got a master's in psychology and, um, but I didn't want to just do, that was a point where I was like, do I finish and do my PhD? So what age were you at this? At this young twenties, young twenties. Okay. And I decided with this practicality part, like I, I went and did a coach training for a year and a half mm-hmm. because I think there's a little bit it kind of integrates the best, but with coaching, there's a bit of more action and kind of future orientation and practical orientation in our life. And I think, you know, our generation is a little like responds a little uh, more receptively to that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. More common with co- work with coaches and stuff. A lot of my friends, you know, we all work. It feels coaches.
0: a little less serious. Yeah. Right. Too. Yeah. 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 So it's kind of optimizing, right. optimizing your life. Yeah. So okay, and so you you started this. How did you go from then? You know, going into the coaching world and saying, okay, now I'm going to maybe focus a little bit more on men and men's groups and developing men further, if you will. To a a previous
2: point, I want to make though is just like, you know, there there's again this consummate part that is that is curious and interested in um, practical application and really. studying what works right. so when I say like in the trenches like you know you, when you're really getting curious with people like oh that's not working that's not working that works like let's study the experts and um, so that uh, that you know people read the book Be Here Now um, or The Power of Now and you know for some people they, they pick this up and you know they read it for a little bit and there's a nice little state change experience but you know how do we apply presence to our lives mm-hmm. And in the context of, you know, and being a father it. and sustain it yeah. in, in the context of work with our partner, when we're triggered, right. you know, when we're
0: stressed, like these are the really the moments. So that where, struck you as like one of the chords of like, how I, you know, you sort of began maybe not maybe the word mastering it, but really understanding it and developing it and saying, hey, maybe I should share this with other people. Is that kind of how it evolved? Abso- yeah, absolutely. Okay.
2: And I start, I started, to like, there was a sense of this being kind mm-hmm. of the X factor. That uh, for kind of our best self mm-hmm. that when we, were, you know, and I think about it like, you know, when you're when you're rest like an athlete, when they're rested, when they're nourished, like, you know, when they've been training and preparing, like they're kind of their are they're they're resourced to play their game. You know, many of us probably remember Jordan in the NBA Finals there with the Portland Trailblazers, like 35. I think he had five three pointers. Yeah, right. 30 right. something points.
1: Ridiculous in the coach, something out. Yeah, right? yeah. And, You
2: know, and he's walking down the, he's running down the half court after that last three pointer, and he just kind of like shrugs. Right. You know, and and then like in it was no big deal. They call this the zone, <laughs> right, like no yeah. big deal. Or or that sense of like he didn't know how to explain it. Right? Yeah. You know, and I think we all have these tastes of our best states, mm. and then we're also human and. You know, we yeah. have our moments where we're
1: not in at the worst states, states. <laughs> you know,
2: and yeah. yet um, I think we're talking to many women, um, just friends and clients and reading. Like, I would say that the thing that women most want for men, the single thing they most want is their presence.
0: Their mm. attention. Ah, that's a good tip.
1: Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Write that one down. Yeah, exactly. Right.
0: <laughs> well, it was funny. So um, prior to this interview, which, you know, two hours ago or an hour ago, uh, we had our meetup. And I actually brought up that topic of presence. So we were discussing it with a couple of the guys. And so, you know, obviously one of the biggest areas where we talked about that was the relationship. And actually even it goes into intimacy and those kinds of things where being present is pretty much the most powerful thing out of all of it. You Mm -hmm. know, when your wife or significant other feels that presence, like you said, that's when it's like it's really working. Right. And it just, and I would imagine it's the same thing for your children. I mean, it, you know, sure. when your children understand and feel that you are present, that's the most powerful thing. So it doesn't become, and we talked about this. It doesn't become the quantity of time; it's the quality of the time, and right.
1: presence is like the major factor of that quality. Well, and also to clarify, and I'm, I'm hoping I'm right in this, and not just physical presence, meaning that yeah, I'm, I'm physically here. Deal with it. You know, it's more about. It's I'm, the emotional, I am here, yeah. I'm with you and I'm understanding and I'm, you know, empathizing and sympathizing with what you're saying with me. It's not just saying, all right, I'm here. It's like, well, that's a good question. How, how do you define presence? Like what is presence in
0: your capacity? It's, it has three faces. One is kind of the physical piece
2: of like really feeling in our body. Mm-hmm. Um, usually bodily awareness or breath are kind of entry points to that. Mm. Um, the second one is there's an intimate quality. To it where we're fe- actually feeling connected. So you made the point of like you are our, our partner, our spouse, wife, like wants to feel our presence, mm-hmm. right? So there's a way in which like be present is a concept that's mental, mm-hmm. but in a felt sense, yeah, there is a quality where we can actually feel that somebody's present. And I'd say the third quality of presence is the third face
0: of it's awareness. Okay. So embodiment, connection, and awareness. Hmm. And you know, in doing us, why do you feel like it's so important? I mean, I obviously, it's somewhat obvious because I just said it's like one of the most important things. But for you, does it, it seems to just, you know, resonate in all different areas of our life. It's 100%. like it doesn't matter what area of your life. Being present essentially can improve all of them. 100%. Yeah. In work,
2: uh, every, executive presence is the hot topic in corporations. Mm-hmm. And I've had clients come to me and they're like they had their, uh, you know, their annual review and they said they're, their boss told them that they need to work on their presence and, like, <laughs> and they asked the boss what this is and the boss didn't even know
1: but, like, <laughs> but it
2: was on the checklist right? <laughs> eh? <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and so there's this it's so nebulous and yeah. so that's why I've, that's another curiosity of like well how do we really quantify it and you know I think stars like there's a sense of an athlete being in the zone or you know a star on or a speaker on stage like we can there's a palpable presence mm-hmm. that they have in the room mm. right? same thing when a leader walks into the room there's, there's a felt sense of embodied presence and then also you know, in those epic moments of lovemaking, like there's a quality of presence with with our with our wife or lover, and the same thing maybe with a caregiver, mm. or our ma- a great mother, or you know, a nurse really has a soothing and nurturing presence. Mm. So that, this is the intimate quality of presence. And um, you know, the third quality is like more kind of a spiritual teacher perspective, like what Eckhart Tolle. Um, points to like this qual this power of the power of, right. Now. So my curiosity was like,
0: well, there's gotta be a common thread of all of these three things. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, you touched on work and I, and I think, um, that's probably an area where people, I think, you know, as, as a father and family guy, you know, the work that you do is so important You know, that's how often we define ourselves is by the work that we do and how our income and all that. How what do you do to improve the presence at work? I know we're going to touch on some top, you know, some things later in general. But, you know, specifically for for people listening, I don't think presence at work is thought of very much. At least that does. You know, I I think of maybe focus. Yeah. And some of those kind of words. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're related. But I guess the idea of being present because you feel like, "Well, I'm at work. I'm answering the phone. I'm responding to my emails. What other presence do I have?"
2: You right. know. And you know, the Towers Watson International Study last year, like the 13% of the global wo- workforce is like engaged in their work. Oh wow. So, you know, I think that's a marker of presence like how engaged lack of it. am I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: or yeah, or lack of. It. Right. You know. Yeah.
2: Um, so yeah, I'll just say Preemptively, it, it underlies focus. It underlies productivity. There's there's a clarity and prioritization that, that you need presence to be able to cl- be clear on what your priorities are and what's mm-hmm. you know what's higher leverage things. There's an elements of it in leadership, in clarity of communication with your coworkers, um, and then that intangible again, that executive presence, like the way that you you carry yourself and you know move in a room. Right. So presence, sh- whether you're entrepreneur um, or uh, in an organization, Presence is the X
0: factor. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, the, here's the thing is like, I think as a dad, or let's even expand it as a male, we have a tendency to be more dude-like. Let's call it dude-like <laughs> where, uh, you know, I think maybe more empty, more free, kind of a little bit more, or we like less constraint, if that's a better way of, of saying it how do you relate that to presence? Cause it's sort of the opposite of what most males are in a sense. Cause we have so many things going on, our minds going in all different directions. It's very, it's not natural in, I think for many people in our state. So obviously you know, one of the most important things is like, how can we be more present? Like, it's just a, you know, that's I guess the, the overriding question. It's like, what can we do to be more present in the uh, meetup that we just had, we talked about a lot of the causes of not having presence. So I'll give an example, which you, lo- you know, Alan, that I love to rant about phones. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, it's simply just telephones, our phones, our mobile phones, and how much that keeps us from being present. Yeah. You know, whether that is a parent on the playground who their child is playing and they're simply, you know, in their phone. Yeah. Or it's a family at the di- at a dinner. And one of the people or many of the people are in their phone. That in itself, it seems like has increased the lack of presence tremendously. Do you see that as well? I mean, is that totally like I want to throw the phone out the window. I mean, for you (laughs) who works in this area, you you have to just put restraints and like, you know, limits
2: on it. It's a huge thing amongst the teen population. Like, I mean, they're almost, we're almost creating hybrids where they're not going to know how to like
1: actually talk and make eye contact. They're just going to text each other. Yeah. Like text right. You, well, they're right next to each other, right? they'll text you. Don't yeah. you see this? Yeah, like, I've I seen see that. So we happening. found someone who agrees with us. Yeah, yeah, you know? for like, sure. Yeah. No, but it is so prevalent. Like, uh, I there was a funny moment where I was in a bus with somebody, and they wanted to talk about somebody that was in the bus as well. So they texted me their message because <laughs> they didn't want well, to say works. it out loud. But that, that was kind of funny. but that was yeah, appropriate. Yeah. appropriate. He didn't want to be. He said, "Check out this guy." Blah, blah, blah. But aside from that, I've seen that happen where someone's basically texting somebody that's right next to them. Yeah. And, and I'm like, or I remember being at work, and he's a younger guy, and he called. It was a cubicle. Like kind of kitty corner from on the other side, and he called me, and I said, "Dude, just come around, man. I'm around the corner. That's I'm right. Crazy, I can hear right? you talking to me while talking to me." I mean, remember ridiculous. when we
2: were kids? You just show up at your buddy's house, yeah? Right?
1: Like, hey, what's up, man? What are you doing? Right? Like now, that, no, now if you did that without texting, like, what are you doing? let's do. No, <laughs> this happened to me this weekend. This is very relevant to what happened this weekend. A, a buddy of mine and, and his wife just dropped by, and at first I'm like. <laughs> I was almost like offended in a weird way. I'm like, wait, hey, what? Why what are did you doing text here? me? Why did you text me? You could have texted me. I would have. Came. But I'm like, you know what? I wasn't doing anything. I'm just sitting there. I'm not in my boxers. It's not inappropriate. Just right. Why not? I, right. That was. And, and like you said, back in the day, I remember when we were kids. I'm right. just, hey, so and so home. Yeah, all right, yeah. come on in. You so know? when
0: you are when you are coaching people, <laughs> is that a factor of something where that you put on limits and say, okay, when you know you get home from work, you know, put away the phone. I think know? that's a great.
2: I definitely want to answer that. One, but to the previous question, there's three questions you can ask can I feel my body? Do I feel connected to you or the other? Right. So it's a question
0: whether you are connected or not. Yeah. So
2: so little checks. Do I, can I feel my body? I feel my feet on the ground, my breath, my whole body. Do I feel connected to the person or the group that I'm with? Mm -hmm. And the third thing is like, am I aware of my surroundings? Okay. So those are again, the three markers. So 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 what what does it mean to be
1: present? (laughs) Right. Right.
2: But like, Wow, those are really
0: three quick checks.
1: Yeah. Okay. Very tangible reminders of yourself. Totally. Yeah.
0: They bring you sort of back in. I can totally see that. Even just the feeling part, like you said, can I feel my feet on the ground? Yeah. You know, like that in itself or like, you know, can I feel my shoulders? You know, yeah. what, what is my body doing yeah. right now? Yeah. And that's a very, <laughs> no, you know, way.
1: and I, I, just to kind of expand on that point, it is a simple thing, but it is something you're not aware of all the time you take it for granted yeah. because right. you're you. And so you think you're here, you're in your own head most of the time. That's so when you remind yourself that your feet are on the ground, <laughs> then the you're thing. like, oh, now nah, I'm really here. That's the I'm thing. not somewhere in the ether. And know? what we know from the latest research, latest brain science on mindfulness
2: is it starts in the body. So what they call proprioceptive, basically in simple terms, the more you can sense and feel your body, the quieter your mind is. Mm -hmm. Now, in conversation, the quieter our mind is, the more we're available to listen Listen. and quote be present. Right. So that's why you know different people have different ways in. As I said, the the body or connection or awareness. But I think you got to whether you have one preferred way in, you still got to make sure you got all of them, because somebody might be really good. You know, they might be in, you know, at. Ex athlete, workout, martial artist, and so they're really body aware. But then they might not do
0: the connection thing, right? Right? Yeah. Um, so it's not just one of them; it's more than one. Typically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, that that makes sense. Yeah. We. I mean, there was a lot of causes. I mean, like you said, um, you know, the the big one too. <laughs> this was, and this, I'm totally guilty of this. So, but I'll admit it <laughs> is when people are talking, you are thinking of a response. Yeah. Instead of listening. Right. And I am a conversation hijacker all the time. So I, I'm well aware of that and <laughs> mm-hmm. I work to try to not do that. But if you're thinking of a response mm-hmm. or thinking how you can add to the conversation, you're not really listening.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're you know? not absorbing it. Yeah, that's hard. Space. Yeah. I
0: mean, I can tell you just now in the interview, because I'm interviewing or I you know I'm part of the process. I really want to try to listen, but I have to think about what else I'm trying to say. You know <laughs> so, what I'm saying? Like so I'm you're just like talking. Two steps ahead. I'm talking in real time right now, but yeah. that's that's totally like I want to be present because I'm really interested in what he's saying. Right. But at the same time, that's difficult because I have to think about what I'm saying next. Right. Right. So there are times where it's really really hard
2: to do that.
1: Yeah. You so know?
2: common. Yeah. And yeah. your first question, you know, I'll vulnerably reveal, another way that I came about all this stuff is like real life feedback. Mm. You know, I had a good buddy, Nick that he's like, Johnny, like, man, every time we talk, it's like, I, I can't get a word. in. it's like, your answer, finishing my sentence. You should talk over me. Just like, <sighs> <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, and, and I, the, you know, he, he, he was really present when he delivered that feedback and I could tell that he cared, you know, yeah. and cared about me and cared about, you know, just Yeah, you know, as bros. And so it kind of landed and I I really thought about this. And so I started practicing, just taking a breath when somebody was talking. Mm. And uh, so all these things I've in the trenches Mm. learned on my own. Another story is um, in the connection piece, I don't, I didn't probably, most of my life was afraid of being judged Mm. and I really wasn't so good at eye contact and, you know, kind of as I realize now deep down, if, if somebody couldn't see me, see inside me, then they, there was nothing they could got judge, it. right, Yeah, or criticize. And I remember I was having this conversation with um, a woman, Rachel, and I was probably pretty, talking pretty fast, and my <laughs> eyes were darting, you know, to and fro. <laughs> and I remember, like, you know that scene in Braveheart where it's, like, the prima noctur, but the wife comes up, and she just, like, so lovingly gla- grabs his face and, like, brings it into connection and calms them down. This is like a beautiful scene, you know, this woman did this, you know? And like, I, it felt like I locked in, like, wow, I feel my feet on the ground. I could like relax into my body. And for the first time, like I really registered, wow, I feel connected to her. And it was only a couple seconds.
1: Yeah. That's
2: that's interesting. But Mm -hmm. I was like, (laughs) wow, I've gone my whole life. And like, that's what connection feels like. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. Um, And, you know, normal guy, friends, party
0: and, you know, family, like active and active lifestyle. But people feel different about you when they're around you now based on your presence. I mean, I can tell even just when I'm, you know, I've I've uh, spent some time with you and feeling like, wow, he's really listening to what I'm saying. Like he's here, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, whereas a lot of people are not like that. Yeah. You know, it's so true. And allowing you, uh, you know, to or. You know, it's the same thing on a date where, you know, the person who's talking all the time goes, mm. gosh, I had a great time. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the other person was listening, you know, and they're like, "Well, wow, that person's a great, you know, I, I really enjoyed her company because yeah, right. she just, because I got to talk the whole right, time. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of that same manner. But it is hard, especially when you've conditioned yourself over so long, because I can tell you that's, that is something I, I struggle with, you know, whether it's our spouse talking and I already want to respond before she like finishes her sentence mm-hmm. right. or friends. Yeah. You know, it's something, um, and you're not, it's not a negative that you're, you're trying to either help or just contribute to the conversation or whatever you're trying to do, Yeah, but you got to take a step back and sort of slow down a little bit, which yeah. is hard on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you got to fill time. Yeah. You know? yeah. I got to keep going.
1: Right. Right. Um,
0: no, so that that's
1: that's that's really cool. I have to, like so much stuff to think about right no, now. No, no, and that's interesting because on the on the flip side of it, not so much the flip side, but I had the same problem in terms of like eye contact because I was shy and reserved, which is another form of self-centered thinking. You're thinking everyone's judging you, so I just wouldn't look people in the eye until I realized I was doing that. And I was probably, I was in my really like late teens, and I was like. I kind of forced myself to look people directly in the eye. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. It almost got creepy. But that being said, it kind of taught me to kind of engage with them. And then I became less and less afraid of people judging me. And now, ironically, I'm teaching classes and looking people in the eye, and they're almost scared of me. You know. Mm-hmm. And I'm realizing that. But I'm like, no, it's okay to talk to me. But like, yeah. but I've changed my personality based off that one trait that I realized was the the main source of it. I was not engaging with people.
2: I love that story. Yeah. yeah. And I think this is a. a great inspiration and a a realism for the audience is that you know presence again can seem so nebulous or you know these 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 people can do it but but i think the way that we really learn is like you described is like first there's the awareness and then the decision like i'd Mm -hmm. like to practice that and it's just this little micro Mm -hmm. um, incremental changes
0: that over time like really wire into our nervous system completely new ways of being yeah. Well, someone mentioned as it relates to kids, as an example is, you know, and for the audience is you know, when you come home from work, say that's what you do. You come home uh, instead of, you know, working out of the house or something is actually like putting your stuff down and then getting down to the kids level. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that a lot of the some of the guys in the meetup we're talking about is they that's a way that they feel like they're being present is actually when they kneel down to the height of their children it's kind of like saying, hey, I- I'm there like I'm right here. I'm looking you in the eye. And it was the opposite was funny. We were saying how many times when you're dis- about to discipline or you think that you're you know, you're know you upset with your children. You're like, look me in the eye. Why are you know? And that's like that's an important thing yeah. Yeah. as an adult. <laughs> That we and we want, want the person to look in our eyes, <laughs> but yet we're not doing necessarily the same thing. We're looking down on them yeah. or we're looking over. Or we're busy. And so that idea is parent to be and maybe that's a, a you know a perfect tip for our, for our audience, you know, within the next couple days is when your child, if you if it's not something that you do is actually just kneel down and talk to them. You know, get down to their level. And that immediately, that, that's a physical part. It's, you know, you're going to feel that. I think you're going to feel that connection. And, and I will occasionally do that, but I think I can definitely do that more, mm. you know, where you're, where you're talking like that. Right. I think this is such a rich uh, little
2: area, and I think one that's most related to Dudes for Dudes to Dad. My sense is the most important part of the day. Uh, in the context of a work work day. Most important part of that moment of the day for a dad is the way that he comes home and greets the kids and the wife.
1: Mm -hmm. Wow. Very poignant. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, It's been said that, or I I think most men would agree that they would have rather had an hour of potent, full connection and Mm -hmm. presence and full engagement with their dad than eight hours of him just being around the house, but like... Not really Not, there, yeah, yeah,
1: right, yeah,
2: and it's different with the mothers. Like I think there is a quality where the with the attachment style where the the kids need to go back to the secure base, just like a cell phone, you go back to the docking station and recharge. Mm-hmm. If you notice this, the more secure the the attachment, the you know the kid can go f- explore further, but they still want to periodically come back, Be close proximity, close yeah. proximity, snuggle, you know, nuzzle on the leg, and it, this is this is healthy bonding and attachment. But with the father, you know, this is evolutionary in in tribes. Sure. Yeah. But with the father, when he's gone out to the hunt, it's the way that he come back. And greets. That's the so awesome that Mm -hmm. gives the kid and the wife like that, like real strong connection of presence. That is a
0: nugget Mm. right there. Like that, just that two minutes is so awesome. Like that's that is the essence of the entire podcast. If you don't get anything else out of it, (laughs) like the idea that when you come home when you haven't seen your children or your wife or significant other, like the way that you greet them is so crucial and that is just awesome. Like, yeah. thank you. Like yeah. that is a really, really good
1: point. Yeah. yeah,
0: Um. Well, you know, it's funny, so my my mother who, who wrote books on the topic of relationships, one of her books was called The 10 Second Kiss. And that's exactly what that was about, was, yeah. you know, whether it was the goodbye or the hello, but it's that stopping, making the connection and kissing for 10 seconds. Mm. And that is amazing, like how much that has an effect on the person's going, oh, like, wow. Like that, that was meaningful right there.
1: Right. Here's the challenge
0: though. Many guys, let's say
2: they've had a great day, really killed it at work. They come home. They might be a little tense in their body. They might be a little stressed, might be a little tired. They need a little, maybe they need a little, maybe they're introverted, but overall, many of us need just a little bit of time to Mm -hmm. kind of decompress.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: But. The moment we walk in the door is <laughs> when our wife and children are most checking: like, do they love me? Does he love me? Yeah. Via the quality of our
0: presence and the way they greet them. Mm. So you have to decompress before you get into the house. Totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Sit out down the street in your car and meditate for five minutes. I've done that a few
1: times where yeah. I got in my car and just sat in the car for a little bit before I walked in because I needed to decompress. And I'm a very solitary person. A lot of yeah. my activities revolve around me because right. I'm self-centered. But also because I was like, yeah, i still <laughs> a dude. Also, and then I grew up with a lot of siblings. So I didn't really have to engage with a lot of people. So I was just kind of like on my own a lot. Right. And so for me, when people are rushing at me. The minute I walk in the doors, it was kind of weird for a second. It's like, Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. I don't go, Hey, get away from me. I'm more like, Oh yeah. But in my head, I'm going, I would like you to not talk for a few minutes just <laughs> yeah. so I can just chill out for a minute. So, you know, I, I either do that or run to the bathroom. <laughs> so a couple of strategies that I've really found successful for, for with
2: clients is, um, some walk around the block or do some kind of movement. Mm. Some go to the gym after, after work yep. and that changes their state. You know, have you guys noticed just taking off your clothes or taking a shower and changing clothes? It's like the the Clark Kent to
1: the Superman, yeah. to Clark Kent. <laughs> or Mister Mister name. I think the Superman one's a little better. Yeah. <laughs> Mister Rogers, but Mr. Rogers, uh, but you're both right. right. Yeah, no, that's, that's interesting. Cor- kind of like that. changing,
2: it's, you know, changing the state, changing yeah. like le- leaving the day behind you. Yeah. And um, other guys, depending on the arrangement of your house, you know, sometimes they'll have a back entrance and they can go in and shower, sit in the, you know, sit in the recliner in their little home office or whatever for like five minutes to decompress. But when they go out.
0: They're there. They're full power.
1: Yep. Right, Right. Right. Yeah.
0: And that's, you know, obviously good to discuss that with your significant other and your children even. And in fact, one of the guys in the meetup, that's exactly what he does is he says the children and the wife know when he gets home. He has 10 minutes. It's his time. He did exactly that decompresses, changes. And then <laughs> when he comes out, he's like you said, full on, 100% yeah. engaged. And that's, uh, he's, that he's works. Clark camp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. He's a dad. He's a dude. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. This is, this is just awesome. Awesome information. Um, once again, if anybody needs to get a hold of Johnny is interested in some of the work that he's doing, you now you're based here in San Diego, but you can do tell it, you know, you can do it via phone or anything like that. And so Skype, you can help people. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Skype. Um, Johnny blackburn.net. We'll be sure to put the link on the page of the, uh, podcast episode. Um, any other last tips or, practical things that you can think of. Um, You know, the coming home is awesome. The physical, some of the things I'm just kind of reviewing so I can remember. (laughs) I'm going to have to write, I'm writing all these down anyways. Um, The other is just making sure whether it's the physical presence of feeling it. um, And then also the connection, like you said, Um, you said a lot about breath. Can you talk a little bit about even that part? You know, meditation, uh, breath, the idea that, you know, is it breathing a couple times really deep before you go into a situation to make sure that you're present? Like what are some of the breathing things you can talk about? Absolutely. And in the, in relation to that, I want to also talk about attunement. Okay.
2: Um, Mm. One of the things that you mentioned with, you know, kind of get kneeling down and getting down to your, your child's level. Like um, there's a quality of, how do we want to see if we can translate this into another? Like, like, attunement, like the way that musical instruments, like I'm not a musician, but, mm-hmm. you know, when I see uh, musicians warming up, like they're basically tuning their instruments and making yeah. sure they're, they sound in resonance with each other. Yeah. And so, you know, if you think about the human body kind of also as an instrument and we're playing a certain song and then like our son and our wife is also playing another certain song. So there's a way, part of the connection is that in, in in a way it's kind of a dance that we kind of Check out their state of like how they're doing, mm. and so when I heard you say getting down to your like kneeling down, and getting to your son's level, like this is essentially that. Okay. So, in to do this in a practical way, you would take a breath, right? And you, just as you, if you were like a boxer or a martial artist, and you would kind of like you just sense out your your opponent, like are they tired? How their strength? Like what's their state? you're doing the same thing with your son and like you're just, so, and another, a lot of times if we're a little amped up from work, then using our breath can help to change our uh, radio station. So it's more attuned to
0: their station. Hmm. Got
1: it. Interesting. Yeah.
0: So are they in, what a makes playful? you pause, totally. right? That's the breath makes you pause yeah. to then think about
2: that state. And so think yeah. about it like getting their world. So attunement is getting their world at the sensing level.
1: Hmm. Makes sense. Deep, but totally true. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And you,
2: you guys will know, like, you'll know when your son's in a, or your daughter's in a really playful mood. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And then they're a lot more open and, and receptive to yeah. things. And you can feel if they're resistant. So mm-hmm. if they're resistant, like, okay, how do I want to meet that?
1: Right. Like, if they had a bad day or something. Yeah. Totally. Yeah.
2: Um, One more piece to the attunement with, with our partners. You know, I think, again, the women time and time again say the thing that they want most from men is... um. Is their presence, and in a workshop, we do men and women, and we had them in dyads across from each other, and we did all different exercises, and we had we were playing with um, pity, empathy, (laughs) and silent but like attuned listening. Okay. And so the pity would like the woman would you know share something story or something she was feeling, and and then the guy would be like, oh that's oh that's too bad, but you just need to get over that or. <laughs> or, like, that works. Oh, you poor yeah. thing, Wow, this doesn't, that, you know. And I mean, they'd really, someone would get pissed. Yeah. Some of them thought it was funny <laughs> right. because it was a game, but some actually really got oh, pissed. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we all know from, especially if they're a couple, real yeah. experience, yeah. that yeah. doesn't work, right? Right, yeah. Right. And then empathy is kind of like uh, na- naming at the mental level, imagining what somebody else is feeling or um, mm-hmm. experiencing. Yeah. So, like, wow, I'm imagining you'd be disappointed that that right. happened. And this, just naming that and kind of like the, the somebody else gets a world is really kind of soothing. Yep. Um, but what we noticed the women want first was the man to just listen
1: yep.
2: and breathe and hold eye contact. Mm, don't so say anything. In simple man terms, of how do we do that? Okay, we just <laughs> listen. You feel your feet on the ground. Don't say anything. You just listen. You make eye contact. You breathe. And this is the first step. And then you're attuning to when she changes her state. And, you know, with a certain amount of presence, this can help um, somebody kind of like feel and
0: release. Um, what they're feeling rather than you trying to give them advice. <laughs> <laughs> Only if they ask.
1: Right, right. Yeah. That's a theme here. We we talk yeah, about that. yeah. It's a motif. So. Yeah.
0: Anyway, yeah, that's are, awesome. Those are a couple of things we can try. That is awesome. And you know what? I mean, this is such practical advice that we can really actually use. You know, sure. we talk about car seats and diapers and all this yeah. stuff. I mean, which is great. You know, yeah, it's yeah. great. But this For is sure. the kind of stuff that sticks with you forever. Yeah. You know, it's not just a phase that you're going through. Right. Like this is stuff that really has an impact on whatever phase of your life. And no matter what, you're a dad, a dude, a yeah. woman, whatever kind matter. of relationship you have. Yeah. yeah. It's really, really helpful. So, Johnny, I mean, um, I just want to thank you. Uh, it's been very insightful, very helpful. Um, once again, johnnyblackburn.net. We'll put the link up there uh, on the website.
1: You on Twitter um, at all? No. No. Okay, just website.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they can find out the different pres you are yeah. on Facebook, but, yeah, yeah. so yeah. they can cool. find out the different links from there. and, uh, you know, yeah, if you guys have any questions, uh, need some assistance, whether that's some coaching or help, uh, I can vouch for him for sure that you know Johnny, he knows what he's talking
1: about. yeah, so for sure. he
0: lives he lives what he's talking about, yeah, you know and that's that's one of the things too. it's there's a lot of people, I just will say that they're not necessarily um, um, doing what they say. They may say or preach something, but I can attest to, you know, you living that and embodying, you know, exactly what you're talking about. So he looked at me when I was talking. See, (laughs) he's present. (laughs) So anything else for summary takeaways?
1: Okay.
2: Okay. At work, take movement breaks. So meaning find how much time you can work without you getting stiffer so that at the end of the day you're still vital, and you, mm-hmm. this also helps with productivity throughout your day. So maybe mm-hmm. you work for 30 to 45, 50 minutes, and then you get up and go take a walk or go get some water okay. and come back down. So for number one is movement breaks. Number two is the the state change, the Superman to Clark Kent when you come home. Mm-hmm. Make sure you in some way decompress or are resourced so you can really greet your your, you know, your wife and kids with the, the, the fullness of how much you do love and care about them right. uh, the second the third thing was attunement and we talked about that like the metaphor yep. of the radio stations and really kind of getting their world by Take sensing breath. what they're feeling yep. yeah. and then uh, the fourth thing was listening mm. this goes a long way <laughs> with the part I'm sure you've talked about this before oh <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah
1: we've got podcasts, <laughs> uh,
2: but but in a pretty practical sense so when, you're, when your partner's talking like feel your feet on the ground and put your attention on your own breath and make eye contact with
1: them that is awesome Awesome. Very cool. Very are you going to practice easily. all these things? I'm going to do them right now.
0: I'm going to go home and do that. Oh, all my, well, my kids are asleep. <laughs> it's too late. But that's part, perfect time to decompress. <laughs> I can do it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. No, well, with that, uh, just an awesome, awesome amount of content. very yeah, really good. Um, we'll put a summary of this uh, on on the uh, page yeah. for the episode. Right. So, Johnny, there's also, in addition to your coaching, um, you have a men's group that you run. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and what's that, what's that about? It's a local group. It's been this is a, maybe the sixth year
2: now. Oh wow! And uh, what it's not is is Kumbaya circles. <laughs> so you know it's it's cool, guys. You know it's a lot of entrepreneurs, some fathers. You know some guys are in organizations, but um, I think we, we call it the uh, evolving men, the, okay. the collective evolving men, and what that means is just guys that are. Mm, you know, progressive and open-minded and kind of wanting to be more integrated and, you know, uh, thriving in the relationship, thriving at work, thriving personally, like, you know, fit, having, you know, a, a quality lifestyle, traveling, and being basically the best versions of themselves.
0: And is this something you meet regularly or? Twice monthly. We, okay. Do we, mm.
2: we, we do two rounds a year? So we go January through April and then we go August through November. And so each group, there's four groups that run at a time. We try to keep it between 8 and 10 to kind of like keep it uh, intimate enough so everybody kind of gets their turn and stuff. But we usually the, the focus is on we do some kind of fun body warm-up so we we got some bamboo sores we'll play stuff or <laughs> cool uh, you remember the games that we played as kids yeah you know yeah. Uh, you know you go into
1: somebody's yard
2: or go in the park and like I yeah. think there's something about getting physical play. and playing yeah. and yeah. It, play and competitive that we really need and, and you know in our current lives like where Some of us are lacking. So I think usually those are often the most fun parts. Okay, And then we usually do, you know, we'll work on different themes, money and relationships or sex or, you know, spirituality or, um, you know, things at work, productivity. And so we have a theme that we focus on and we do little breakouts usually at the beginning around that. And then the, the really heart of it is kind of just straight talking and being real and um, uh, an opportunity for guys to you know, like we talked a little bit about before with some of the listening, like be aware of their bodies and be grounded. So you get to and practice the, some of the you stuff. You really get to yeah. practice talking. And, in a safe kind of place. You know, like the example that I gave where the, you know, I'd never really felt what that felt like where the woman kind of grabbed my face and kind of locked eyes. Like, uh, you know, in a neurological sense, we, we really do need to train our nervous mm-hmm. systems to practice being aware of our bodies and, and also feeling connected to the other people in the room while we speak.
0: Um, Is there an age? Get, uh, range for most people that do this or is it? Yeah. Like I'd you said, there's some people that are going to be single. Some people have, are going to be dads. We have so that... one group where there's a couple of over fifties, okay. but I'd say that the, those that I attract are usually 30 to 50. Okay. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. So how would, if somebody, is that something that, I mean, anybody local can be, or at least apply for or totally. what's the, yeah, 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 we're starting in August. Okay. Um,
2: so how do they so go to the website? Go to my is website, that... johnnyblackburn.net, go to the contact session, Send me a message and uh, okay, yeah, I'll call you up. And we'd love to have, we've got some more spots, so uh, very cool, the awesome
0: group. Yeah, perfect, no, that's great. Yeah, so with that, just want to say, Johnny, thank you, Alan, thank you, thank you, and uh, we will see you guys
1: next week. See you next week.